Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Dude. Dog. Damage. It's the Lou Gower on the All right, let's go. Tommy Lou Gower. Loogie. I'm not a businessman. I don't pretend to be one. But if it was up to me, I would not have the Subway Series every single year. Now, like I said, I'm not a businessman. The Subway Series is great business. You're going to get sellouts. It's going to pack the park. People are going to be into it. This year, to me, is the best example of why the Subway Series will be every single year. And my thought and idea and wish, really, of not having it every single season will never happen. The Mets suck, right? That's pretty much established. The Yankees suck. I don't care if they smacked around the Royals all week. I mean, please. I mean, I don't. And Anthony Rizzo's coming out to Taylor Swift now, and Judge is taking live, uh, you know, facing live pitchers. And Stanton is basically, you know, crawling around the bases. To me, when you, I understand we would have crushed the Yankees if they didn't take care of business against the Royals, but the Royals suck. So, you know, the Yankees stink, the Mets stink. The juice right now, as we sit here right now, is not there for the Subway Series. But come tomorrow, you know, Wednesday, it will be there because it means something. Now, does it mean what it meant in the beginning when it first started? No. It'll never have that magic the first night. It never will. It never will. We, us as Met fans, we still hang our hats on that. Now, we don't have a lot to hang our hats on, and that's partially why we do that with the Maliki game. But it, it meant something really, really special. But it still has that juice. It still has that vibes. But to me, the reason why, in a year like this especially, I'm not saying that the Yankees have no shot at making the playoffs, but in a lot of ways, you know, the Mets are completely out of it. They have nothing to play for other than to drive us nuts. The Yankees have something to play for. To me, though, the Subway Series, what makes it special and what makes people into it and when it comes down to it and we get there and that first pitch and it's really there is is the fans. And, and it's always been about the fans because we don't live in Pittsburgh. We don't live in a place where it's like, yeah, it's Pittsburgh. Just, uh, you know, root for the Pirates. We have a choice. What makes one of the reasons that makes New York so great is that we have a choice, right? Line in the sand. You have options. Yankees, Mets, and when it comes down to the fans, there will never be peace, ever. And as much as Yankee fans want to tell you, I don't care about the Mets, that's a lie. That's total crap. They do. Yankee fans wish the Mets did not exist. And then if you are the Mets and you're a Met fan, 
you're jealous of the Yankees and you're jealous of the fans. Now, I understand the Yankees have fallen on, I, you know, dare I say, hard times. But throughout our lives, and I say our as in pretty much if you're on this earth at this point, but certainly if you're around my age, which is 37, and we grew up in, you know, in the 90s where everybody was a Yankee fan. If you were a Met fan, you basically got, you know, stuffed in your locker. It was sickening. And it felt like every year the Yankees won a World Series. And yes, it's been a long time, and the 90s feel like forever ago, but you're shaped that way as, as a young a sports fan. So there's that jealousy factor. There's that little brother factor. There's that, you know, hey, we want to get to the Yankees level. Maybe we made a mistake. There's just a different vibe, different aura. Like, I'll just say it right now. Like, if you look at the crowd, Yankee fans, you know, I'm a Met fan. I'm good looking, but... Yankee fans are just better looking than Met fans. I'll just throw that out there. I mean, they just are. I mean, Met fans, yikes, took their cousin to prom, basically. And, you know, you look in the crowd at Yankee Stadium, and the Yankee fans, I'm like, all right, you know, guys and girls. I'm like, all right, cool, we got a good look here. And it's just a different type of vibe. Like, the Yankees are just, they're, they're just a different animal. They're a different vibe. So as a Met fan, you're always sort of looking up to them and wishing you were on that level. And when Steve Cohen bought the Mets, we figured, hey, Steve Cohen will be Thanos collecting the Infinity Stones. Hey, we'll be the new evil empire. And so far, not so good. Now, I think in the long run, the Mets will get there, especially with the Yankees taking a couple steps back for their standards. And I think ultimately the Mets, Steve Cohen, they will spend, they will figure it out. This year's just a disaster. I mean, it's going to go down as an all-time failure, all-time flop, all-time disappointment, not just in New York sports, but in just sports in general considering the money spent, considering the expectations. Okay. Let's get to Carlos Rodon, because he's going to be on the mound Wednesday. And for those of you that I don't remember or didn't see it last week, blew the kisses, right, to the Yankee fans in Anaheim. And we brought it up today on Evan and Tiki, by the way, the debut of Evan and Tiki, every day, 2 to 6.30, right here on The Fan. And Marash was screaming that, yo, look, I'm going to boo this guy before he even throws a pitch as he's taking the mound. And Evan and Tiki challenged it. They're like, no, 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 come on. If he struggles, I get it. But you can't boo him beforehand. This is what I would say. This is not for everybody, but for a lot of them. Yankee fans are ticked off. They're pissed off with the team, with the product, with Cashman, with Boone, with Hal, with the whole situation. Rodon has barely made an impact. He, he's, he's been hurt. He's had like three starts. He stunk. So they have no you know favoritism towards him. He blows the kisses. Yankee fans are going to already be juiced up because it's the Mets. And let me just explain this. Yankee Stadium, it's surrounded by bars. They're not going to church before the game. So they're going to be all gassed up, all ready to go, all ready to boo. So I do think that there will be a section of Yankee fans that are ready to boo this guy. Because who's Carlos Rodon? Like, what has he done? He's done absolutely nothing as a Yankee. So... He hasn't earned the right to not get booed here. So Yankee fans, like I said, bad season. Mets ticked off. Going to have a few cold ones on River Ave before, guaranteed. You know, a hot summer night. I think it's supposed to be like 9,000 degrees this on Wednesday. So they're going to be all juiced up and ready to go. So I do think he will get booed. Now, if he if the Mets, you know, knock him around, forget about it. I mean, the, the boo birds will, will rain down on him. And that's where you're going to see what Rodon's made of because... Already, we've seen in his very short Yankee career, the guy is got, you know, rabbit ears. Like, you know, he heard the noise, he didn't like it, and he blew a kiss. And sometimes it's overblown, but I think it's necessary in these spots is that 
New York City is not for everybody in terms of the sports teams. We eat our own. We tend to eat our own. If you can't handle it, if you are thin-skinned, if you're soft, if you're mentally weak, this is not the place for you. Especially when you are now in a situation where Yankee fans are starving, they're desperate, they're pissed off, they're ticked off. I mean, geez, most, a lot of Yankee fans just go to the game now just to, to, to show their displeasure. Fire Boone, fire Cashman, we're upset, we're going to boo this guy, we're going to boo that guy. Because the product is not up to what they expect. And I will be the first one to poke fun at Yankee fans for being spoiled, and they are, but they have a right to be because they root for the Yankees. When you root for the Yankees, when you root for, like, the Dallas Cowboys, you expect excellence. You expect, you know, it's almost like you want to get what you paid for in that sense. Like, you're rooting for the great franchises in sports history, Lakers, Celtics, whatever. You put them up on the pedestal, and you expect that same type of return. And Yankee fans haven't gotten that recently, and this year is just another example of that, and I understand judges hurt, but still. I mean, outside of Judge, the lineup is still in shambles. Anthony Rizzo woke up yesterday, but he's been brutal. LeMayhew, the list goes on and on. Donaldson was awful. I mean, so you just have these issues up and down the team, and you have a fan base that's very, very, very angry. And you have a Met fan base that is disappointed. But in a lot of ways, I think I feel like June just sort of, you know, beat it out of us. Like, we were just, like, so beaten down. Like, there's still a very small section of Met fans that, that still, dare I say, believe that the team can make a run. Guys, they can't. They, they're they not making a run. Now, will they sell in a week? I think they should. Like, I think they should. Like, I want Scherzer out of here. Verlander, it's been a mixed bag. I'm okay with keeping him. So, to me, if you trade Scherzer, you keep Verlander, you have Senga, you go from there. Scherzer, I want out of here. Marte, fam, you're trying to think of guys you can get rid of because, to me, it's over. June was it. They're not making a run. You could bring up the Phillies from last year all you want. It's not happening. Look, if it, I understand it. Football's several weeks away. You know, you, there's only so many hours you could spend at the beach. So you want to believe, you want to think that there's hope in the team. There isn't. Somebody let the team know that. I mean, they, they, there's just, even in July, they've been better. Yeah, they've been better. But they haven't been playing at the clip that they need to, to make a run. Or that would give you the idea or the impression that, hey, this Met team is different. This Met team is going to get it going. And I just, I can't quite put my finger on it, why they've been so bad. Partially, I think, is because of Edwin Diaz. I do believe if he never got hurt, they would have at least five or six more wins. Because look what they've had to do with the bullpen in his absence, right? Robertson's had a different role out of Vino. The list goes down and down. Like, if he's out there, Diaz, and he's even close to what he was last year, I think he equals five or six wins. So it's a totally different ball game if he's healthy. I think that's obviously a big thing. The starter's not giving you any length. Has been a major problem. The offense at times, Jeff McNeil, I mean, I don't know what planet that guy's on. I mean, can Lindor just get him the car already? I mean, so maybe you could start hitting. He's sucked. Marte's been off by now. He's on the you know I.O. with the migraines. He's been bad. Pete, who in a lot of ways gets a free pass. Like, to me, it's like Lindor gets more like the ire of the fans, and Pete kind of gets a pass. Lindor's had a better year. Pete has not been great. I mean, in the field, at the plate, it's, it's not been good. And maybe he rushed back from injury, which I which I can get and I respect and and I and I like that and I love that because I understand like as a leader, you're like, hey, I want to be out there. I want to be out there. Now those that poke fun think maybe he rushed back to be in the home run derby, but in reality, he just wanted to get out there to help the team because the team's basically in shambles. Now, you know, if you want to look for a couple of bright spots, obviously the kids, Alvarez, Beatty, we haven't seen enough of the kids, but from what we've seen, it's been productive. Now, you don't want to, you know, get nuts here, and we often do that, so why the hell not? Alvarez looks like a guy 
that if everything goes right here, he could be that, dare I say, dude in the middle of the order for the next 10 years because he's got that swag. He is a dude. And the Mets have been lacking in the dude department, and they really need to step that up because the product this year has been pathetic and awful and embarrassing considering the money they spend, considering the expectations. So as we you know, approach the Subway Series, and again, if it was up to me, and this is just coming from a 37-year-old Met fan who's lived in a Yankee town his whole life, I don't want the Subway Series every year. But from a business perspective, it makes total sense. And in a year like this, where, yes, it's about the fans. It's about, this is something nobody around here, like, if you don't live around here, you don't get this. Because if you live in, like, dare I say, there's transplants everywhere. But for the most part, if you live in, dare I say, I don't know, the wasteland known as Philadelphia or something like that, and you're just around Philly fans. But here, like, we share the subways with each other, right? Like, your cousin's a Yankee fan. Your accountant is a Met fan. Your pen pal's a Yankee fan. Right, The girls you follow on Instagram are Yankee fans. Like We live amongst each other. So we have to deal with it. There's no like separating from it. So it's about the fans. It's about the hatred towards each other. It's about saying nanny nanny poopy to your, uh, you know, your um, neighbor. That's what it's about. That's all this is. It's bragging rights because both teams suck. If the Yankees beat the Mets, you know, both games, what does that matter? I mean, the Yankees are not going anywhere. They're not making a run in October. I think every Yankee fan that has a brain realizes that. The Mets, if they beat the Yankees twice, yeah, great. I could basically, you know, laugh at Sean Marash or, or, or text Big Mac or whatever. Fine. That's, that's all well and good. But the Mets aren't making a run. But for that one moment, for those couple of hours, right, you feel good about yourself. It's, it's in a vortex. It's in a vacuum. But that, to me, is what it's all about. So from that perspective... There is a special vibe, energy, and sound from the Subway Series. Let's go out to Bridgewater, New Jersey, and Anthony's on the fan. What's up, man? Hey, Tommy. Congratulations on the new gig. Appreciate it, man. What's up? Uh, real, real quick. Mm-hmm. You just kind of hit it right on the head. Like the Mets have nobody to sell. No. Like part of the reason it's like a weird dynamic. Part of the reason why the Mets fans, like like myself, like almost are still all in on the year is because we don't want to get rid of anyone because we know we're not going to get anyone for him. Yeah. So we're kind of just hoping we have that no they choice. Catch, like, yeah, we have no choice. Six and seven in a row, like sweep the Yankees, sweep the Nationals, and then, like, I don't know, you're almost back to 500 because uh, no one's given anything for Mark. I, last no. night we talking about, oh, Canada to the Marlins, uh, to the Mariners. Who mm. are you getting for Canada? Like, no. there's nobody anyway. So, like, it's almost like your hope that, like, these guys out of nowhere in August, like, win eight in a row. Yeah. Because, like, what are you doing with these guys? Yeah, and, and here's, the, here's the crazy part of this, Ant. Did we ever think in the Steve Cohen era, a week before the deadline, we'd be talking about the Mets as potential sellers? Like, it's not his fault, by the way. He wrote the checks. They spent the money. They just didn't spend it. I don't know if you want to say wisely. I don't, I don't even know. Like, if we were to go back and say they should have did this, they should have done that, I'd love to hear what they should have done. And it just didn't work out. They spent the money, and it it just hasn't worked out. And a Steve Cohen team, in theory, should never be a seller because you're spending the most money in a sport that, you know, it has an unfair rules, right? Like, if you have a lot of money and you spend it, that should, in theory, give you the advantage. So the Mets, especially now that, you know, 9 million teams make the playoffs, you figured they'd be in the mix. Now, I just want them to sell because I'm just sick of watching this team. Like, just personally speaking, I just don't want to watch them anymore. I want Scherzer off the team, and I just want to get the stench of this team out of there. Especially, 
if you were to go with the, and right now it's like more like urban legend, that there's some sort of divide in the locker room. Now you've heard whispers of that. There's no proof of that. I mean, we've seen a little bit with McNeil and Lindor with the raccoons and the rats and whatever the hell, squirrels, whatever's going on there. So we've seen a little bit of that. For some reason, Vogelback is around. So like there, there, there could be that sort of thing. So if you feel like there's an issue with the locker room and you want to shake that up and you want to get... But, I mean, it's the same locker room that won games last year. So that would be my only argument for that. So it's really hard to put your finger on it. Bucks had a bad year. I have no faith in Epler to do anything. Like, to me, he hangs around to sort of lure Otani here in the offseason. That's, that's the only reason you keep him around because he's been bad. Bad. Small resume, but, he had, you know, he has a resume with the Angels. Not so great. And here it's been awful. Awful. Like, basically every single move he's made has backfired. So that's been bad. But I just never thought we'd be in a situation in the Steve Cohen era where we'd be looking at the Mets as sellers. 877-337-6666. This is Tommy Lugauer. Lugie here on the Lugauer. Take a quick break. We'll get into the Saquon Barkley situation right after. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Here's the pitch. Swung, lined hard, caught. The game is over. The Mets win it. They're on their way to Arizona. The Mets have won the wild card in the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 6.54 here on The Fan in New York City. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie here on the Lugauer. Couple more minutes, and then Keith McPherson will take over at that time. Look, my stance on the Saquon situation is not going to change, and I, I'm sure it's an unpopular one amongst my fellow Giant fans. Guys, first of all, Saquon's not sitting out. He it would behoo him to get on the franchise tag. They're not going to give him multiple years. Maybe they give him a little more money to make him happy, but. The Giants, from a business perspective, are not going to give him more years. The running back position is devalued. Yeah, Saquon's one of the best when healthy running backs. But the Saquon that early on in his Giant career did not run as hard as the Saquon did last year. And and wanting to get those yards and being aggressive. Why? I mean, you, you draw your own conclusions on that. So I want a more motivated running back from a Giants fan perspective so the franchise tag makes the most sense from a business perspective and from having a guy that's motivated. Now, he'll come in he'll, if he takes the tag, which I think he will because sitting out is stupid because running backs are just not getting paid and he's just going to have to live with that. He's in a bad time in the NFL and he's at a bad position is what it is. He's still going to be making a ton of money. The fact of the matter is this, though. Saquon Barkley meant a lot to the Giants last year. The success of the Giants, that offense really moved and was really clicking when he was running the ball really, really well. I fully believe this with every ounce of me. This team is transforming into the Daniel Jones team. Now, you might be laughing right now. Daniel Jones stinks. He only threw, what, 15 touchdown passes. Meanwhile, we ignore how many touchdowns he ran for. Daniel Jones, in his second year under the tutelage of Brian Dable, is only going to get better. They improved the receiver position with Waller, with Hyatt, with Campbell. They brought in a lot of guys. Hodgins now is back. Robinson, Bellinger, like they got guys. Like they're building around Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has the skill set to succeed in the NFL. Now, I'm not going to say something stupid like they don't need Saquon, but it's not the end of the world. Like, we don't have to sit here and be like, my God, if we don't have Saquon Barkley, the Giants are screwed. Like, you're going to hear that now every day. If they don't get Saquon, if Saquon, they can't get on the same page, if they can't bring him in, if he holds out, they're screwed. They're not. Daniel Jones is going to get better and better. 
And running backs, the reason why they're devalued is because it's about the quarterback. Yeah, you want a good running game, but you can bring guys in and out of that spot. It's about the quarterback. It's about developing the quarterback. There's a reason Daniel Jones got the bag and Saquon didn't, right? That's because that's where the NFL is. They believe in Daniel Jones. I believe in Daniel Jones. I believe in Shane, Dable, and Jones. Like the Giants were in the, the franchise of the Giants was in the abyss for what seemed like years and years and years. Coaching changes, offensive coordinators, they were a freaking mess. They were jet-like. They have figured it out. They have righted the ship. I know it's only one season, but I saw enough to see a team that has figured it out and is going to continue to grow. Dable and Jones growing old together, leading the Giants back to where they belong, and that's with a Super Bowl victory. That'll do it for me. My thanks to Vincent Von Vincent, Paulie Rosenberg. On the other side of the glass, Keith McPherson is coming your way next. Evan and Tiki, we are back tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday at 2 o'clock. We will talk to you then. Later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.